It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, March 11th, 2023. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how you doing, Andy? We haven't spoken ages. Well, I've just I've just seen Dundee United get a point. Bugger me, a point in the in the Scottish Premiership. I will take that. That is that is okay. I was going to say that's an outstanding result for you guys. One each away at Livingston, especially being a goal down. Um, I will take that. Although Sadat Anaku, um, who Jim Goodwin had starting essentially as a centre forward, missed an open goal from two yards out. It was like an instant replay of Chris Willemo, if you remember, in a Scotland jersey way back in the day. So when you get a chance to see the highlights, this happened just before halftime. This happened in like the 44th minute and he subbed him at halftime. Wow. (laughs) Correctly done. No, no fucking about. You want to miss an open goal from two yards? That's you. I'd be surprised if we see him again. Yeah, like he was in the gone. country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just gone. Just gone. He's, he, yeah, it was. Oh, it was a bad mess. I feel for the lad, but at the same time, like when you're struggling and you're at the bottom of the league, you really need your strikers to score things that, like, that should be on its own an xg of like zero point nine nine nine. <laughs> it's almost unmissable. Like like that opportunity. Like if you give that to a striker two yards out with with an open goal, he's going to score that nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand. Like it should yeah. it it should be that in terms of xg. I don't know how they work the the xg out exactly. Bugger me, man. But anyway, a point. So I'm happier than I could have been recording this at quarter past ten on Wednesday evening. <laughs> uh, you'll you'll have heard. Uh, the voice of Mr. Chris Kelly there. How are you, Chris? Oh, yeah, I'm doing okay. How, how's, everyone, how's everyone else? Grand, mate, grand. And that, 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 sorry, that was a very quarter past ten on a Wednesday night answer. <laughs> yeah, it was. Is that how it's fine? Everything's fine. Uh, uh, but, I mean, I, and this year, you've obviously taken a step back from uh, fantasy baseball, which is great because one of the main contenders in the league for taking draft picks at 8am is gone. <laughs> so <laughs> it's clearing a runway for me to pick up the shite of the day for an entire year. So uh, You're welcome. I expect my checks in the post. That's it. I will do. Ridic- imagine... Imagine winning a championship and then not defending it the next year. I know who would do such a thing. That's awful. Poor form. Ter- no terrible one. behavior. You hear people say that, like you know, oh, I'm gonna like bow out on top. Off, I win it. I'm not coming back. You fucking done it. And there he is holding his trophy. Nah. <sighs> Hang on. <laughs> and there's Gordon's one for the Trump bet. Like, did where's you two organize one, Andy? this? Andy, where's your one? Ah, uh, yeah. Have you got yours? I, do you know what? I can. It says 2021 on it, though. <laughs> oh, right, okay. See, that's not the year we were talking about, though. Like, no. even with your two accounts, you couldn't you couldn't get it get it sorted. That is slanderous and not true, and we all know it. I've, I don't know. I've not seen a, a profile picture yet. So Yeah, I know. Nothing, nothing happening. So Dod- Dodgy stuff, dodgy stuff. <laughs> 
Shall we? Uh, shall we move on to the football, past the baseball, then? And talk sure. About should we talk about the you know let's, the content the listeners, yeah. the listeners want to hear, as opposed to three goons just talking about their fantasy <laughs> baseball chat. contest? Yeah. The kind of chat we would have <laughs> driving to Aberdeen to play lower league Scottish baseball. <laughs> well, the fourth uh, person fi- in the car falls asleep. Yeah, I think I think you'll find it's actually miss you, Tristan. <laughs> It's actually top flight Scottish baseball, Gordon. Yeah, I, I think I was more meaning against the general quality of baseball played around the world. Ah, yes, but you didn't say that though, did you? Uh, it's top flight top, baseball. High, high quality but, Scottish baseball, low quality general baseball. We are doing a fantastic job moving on to the football, aren't we? We are, right, let's do this, come on. We are indeed. So obviously we are a football betting podcast. We may have forgotten it for five minutes there, but <laughs> we're we're back and in the zone. Uh, we've had Mr. Jerome else with us the past two weeks. Um, Jerome has handed the gauntlet over to Chris for this week. So Chris, we're going to just quickly run through the results from last week, as is always yep. um, what we do. So that there's some sort of record as to how well or badly we got on. Um, so not much for you to say in the first half, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll be we'll be quick about this. Um, I started the weekend off. It was a good one. Bayern Munich away at Stuttgart. 2-5 for a Munich win. Paid out after 60 minutes. Um, although Stuttgart did get a goal back. But Munich won the game 2-1. So, banker in. Uh, similar banker for me. I had Man City versus Newcastle. Uh, I took Man City to win this game. Ended up kicking off at 1-2. So, um I thought it was a bit shorter than that, but it ended up going off at one to two. City won this game two 0 Didn't have it all their own way. They, they they did score early in the first half, fifteen minutes in, and, and Newcastle put on a bit more pressure in the second half. But they brought in Bernardo Silva, and he scored after two minutes being on the pitch. There's your impact sub for you. Um, Class. Yeah, won the game two 0 uh, The Newcastle still haven't scored. And my brother was telling me this in eight games against City. Oh, really? It's, yeah, wow. it's a really poor record they've got. Quite, so quite the drought. Yes. So that led us on to Jerome. Um, Jerome Jerome lost his banker. Nice versus Osser. Uh, nice won it to five. Ended a one-all draw. So unfortunately killing the banker treble. And why he's been punted from the show this week. Just <laughs> like has. Sadat and Naku. He missed, he missed, a, missed an open goal. You miss your open yard. goals. You get taken out. Is that the... and Jim, Jim Goodwin's come along and hooked him. Taking him, taking him straight out. <laughs> nah. Um... He's unlucky. One each, the game ended, so you can't, you know, you can't win them all. Although we would hope to win all the bankers, that is uh, the sort of bread and butter. But unlucky from Jerome this week. On to the value picks. Jesus, my value pick. I picked Union Berlin, who I was pretty damn certain would beat Cologne at home at odds of just under even money, ten to eleven. This game ended nil nil, and I watched the last twenty minutes of it, and I could see within about. Two minutes of like you know watching the seventy to the seventy second minute, this game was definitely going to finish nil nil. It just had it written all over it. Um, so a really a really disappointing one because uh, you know it's I didn't I didn't get it too wrong, but it just, the game had nothing to it. It was just a dead rubber of a football match. I wasn't much better in the value slot. I had uh, Brescia versus Cagliari. I really fancy Cagliari after. Um, Brescia have been awful. They they hadn't scored a goal in six games or seven games. So congratulations, Brescia, on scoring your first goal in uh, game seven of that rut. Uh, they they drew this game one each. Um, Cagliari actually took the lead here. So I was, as soon as he took the lead, I, in my head I was like I was done for. 
because they're, they're not doing it, but they did get they did manage to get back on. Uh, uh, yeah, who disappointed in that one because the pre Bracia also played in the midweek game that I, I tipped them. I quite fancied um, uh, Citadel when they were playing against them. They drew that nil nil, so maybe they found a little bit more resolve now. But in the midsection, you're going to be shitting all over them again. So I'll leave. Oh, really? You're not off it. About- you're not off. <laughs> no. Uh, so I will. It. I will leave you to talk about Jerome's pick. Jerome's pick was a good one. Sheffield Wednesday at home to Peterborough. A 1-0 win for Sheffield Wednesday at odds of 4-5. to five. So Jerome, the only success out of the value picks this week. So well done, big man. On to the outsiders. I was in Japan for mine. Soretsu Osaka away at the consistently inconsistent Urua Red Diamonds. And Urua actually won this game 2-1. So this was this was a loss for me. They got an 82nd minute winner, but that was only after Osaka had scored a goal in the 70th minute mark and it got varred off like three or four minutes later. You know when you get an alert telling you there's been a goal and then you don't get like an instant disallowed goal. So you think things are fine? Things were not, not fine. fine. <laughs> so I went from thinking they had a 2-1 lead to 10 minutes later it being 2-1 to the, the other way. Um, but hey, if I had the same bet this weekend, I'd still back Sarai. So Zach, away at Uruwa. Uruwa are a team that, well, you know this, Gordon, from doing this podcast so long, just drastically inconsistent. Yeah, they're they're a team I just wouldn't consider. They are um, my, <laughs> they are Morton to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, unlucky there, to be fair, with the goal getting chopped off. But uh, I wasn't even close to unlucky with my game. This was Almeria versus Virial, and it was a game I was billing as two teams that absolutely love winning at home. Uh, Almeria lost at home to Virial. Uh, it came in the second half, 76th minute. Uh, I, I'd take this game as a draw. Um, it came a 76th minute goal for Gerard Moreno, and then an 88th goal for um, Morales in there as well. Almeria had zero shots on target throughout this game. None. Class. Yeah, so I, I basically needed Villarreal to to continue not scoring for another. They'd to a, they'd fifteen to go and and, and they ended up uh, getting two goals, but they thoroughly deserved this one. There was no the XG is like two point two five versus point two eight. I think the the expected goals were Almeria had six shots off target. That's not winning your games. Yeah. Um, it's not even drawing your games. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I was looking for there. So, so nothing for the outsider for me. Jerome's outsider didn't come in either, but it was very close for what it was. He took Blackpool at home to Burnley at the huge odds of 5-1. to one, Just thinking that if Burnley are going to slip up, it'll be against a team like Blackpool. And they did slip up because the game ended 0-0, so they, they actually didn't beat them. Um, but Jerome had gone all out in it on a Blackpool win. Have a guess. And obviously, this is just a guess. Right, you know, I'm not expecting you to know this, and you can be wildly out without any ridicule. Over the 90 minutes, guess the percentage of possession split. Blackpool 30, 30, 70? I'm, I'm going to say the other way around. Blackpool 70, 30. No, Blackpool 22% as well. Wow. <laughs> Has Neil Lennon, Lennon their manager just 22. Is this a Champions League 20. game? It's, no, 22% of the ball for, for Blackpool. Although they did manage six shots, albeit very Almeria-esque, none on target. So, But hey, it was a good shout from Jerome, actually. Um, I think most people would have had that game as just a stick-on Burnley win. There was a ton so, of stuff on Twitter, people talking about how Burnley were the shitters of the week for not doing it. And he did say... 
he did. He, after the podcast, he was talking a bit more about the pigs, and he had a line something along the lines of, "He's like, it's just a shit seaside town. You go there and get three points." Fair <laughs> 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 enough. He doesn't like Brighton. He doesn't like Blackpool. He just hates the seaside. That boy. Well, hey, it was fair. It's, he was not so did Burnley. Yeah. Draw, draw, nil, nil. What? Good shout, Jerome. Um, un- unfortunate to not get it in and ending nil, nil. On to the charity picks then, and I'm just going to start with Jerome's because it was it was blood wonderful. Middlesbrough versus Reading, the home win for Middlesbrough. Okay, banker style odds of five to eleven. Actually, much shorter than his actual banker yes. the week. Um, and Middlesbrough went out and won this game five nil. It was just a comprehensive demolishing of Reading. So great pick, and Jerome with his charity pick in. I guess that will lead on to me uh, to, to do this. This was Le Havre versus Le, uh, Laval. Uh, I really fancied a home win in Le Havre here. All of our picks for the the weekend were under even money for the charity, uh, 7 out of 10. Um, La, Laval actually took the lead uh, in this game. Uh, Le Havre won it 2-1. Uh, the best thing to do when conceding an early goal is to immediately score an equaliser. That's pretty much what they did. And then the rest of the game, they were well on top. Uh, they'd weigh more of the ball. It, yeah, they just they deserved this win and they did get it. Although it did come in the form of a late goal, 78th minute, um, Singati getting a goal for them. 7-10, 2-1, which means Mr. Charity, Andy Vaughan. What how did your how did your little pick go? So if you've listened to the podcast before, you know we usually do this in the order of me, Gordo, and then the co-host. So the fact that I'm going last here, you might have figured out there's a twist in the tale. It's like in the traitors when they mix up the voting order. Ooh, is it, was, why have they done that? Oh, because the last person's fucked it and fucked it, I did. Kawasaki at home to Shonen. I took Kawasaki for the home win at 3-4. They, I mean, they should be winning games like this. They have title aspirations this year. Um, and the bet lost. They drew the game one each. Uh, they were a goal down, equalised in the 81st minute, and then spent the next 10 minutes plus stoppage time trying to find that equaliser, and they just couldn't. Um, although I think they were through one-on-one with basically the last kick of the game. Was that this game? And, it uh, was, yeah, and uh, they should have scored, and the guys, the guys miss hit it straight at the keeper. So they also they lost to Shimzu this week as well. I've seen that pop up in the, the Levine Cup. Yeah, yeah, the, the equivalent of the League the Cup. The League of the League Cup. <laughs> Do they do they've got a Mickey Mouse Cup description for it? Oh, they're only playing the fucking Levine Cup. I think it. they do because you see teams not take it seriously with their starting lineups. So yeah, I think they really do. <laughs> like they'll take the Emperor's Cup seriously. But mm-hmm. not not the Levine Cup, the equivalent of the League Cup. So unfortunately, due to due to my own actions this week, the charity the charity treble did not come in. Um we got one in last week where it was looking good for two out of two, but uh, my, my pick let us down. So I apol- my apologies and I'll be backing it again this week. So you and you and Chris do the business and then I'll oh, we will. Try and find worry. a way to dra- drag myself <laughs> over the line. Oh, it's changed days from when you used to fuck the charity bet every week. Look, I've just become a much more grounded and round person as uh, overall. I just uh, commit to charity. Look at Jerome. He stuck his banker in the charity there. Got that in. <laughs> Got it in. Yeah, he did. He did. So thanks to thanks to Jerome. Not here this week, but uh, a couple of good weeks from him um, and some, some good picks in there as well. Okay, we're going to move on to our regular break in the, in the podcast, but you'll know that if you join us on Patreon and become a member of the Trampled Bet Club, you get this podcast as a video podcast, and rather than an advert, you get the middle section where we talk about other picks, picks that we like that didn't make the show, um, 
things that we've heard from the gambling world and just generally shoot the breeze about sports betting. Uh, and that's a bit of extra content for those that are members of the Trample Bet Club. So go to patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet, £6 a month for the Trample Bet Club. And you can see us in there. Also, this week is Cheltenham week. Well, next week. And we've already recorded a quick preview show. So if you're listening to this podcast and haven't heard that yet, have we look on your podcast provider and you'll get a bit of the, uh, you'll get an idea of the content that we produce for Cheltenham. We will have daily shows on Patreon, myself, Gordo and Dave Greenfield uh, talking through every single race, every single day. Um, and there'll be plenty of tips, plenty of horse racing chat. We'll point out all the best bookie offers um, and we'll even have a wee sort of uh, contest between the three of us that you can keep track of as well. So loads of content coming up. I think Gordo Gary said in the uh, Facebook group, if you've ever thought of becoming a member of the Patreon, March yeah. is the month to do it. And it you is. can cancel after one month. You know, we understand money's tight, guys, and whatnot, but this is the, this is the big one. Um, this is, this and, is basically where we where we truly become, as you say, Detroit become human. We truly become podcasters. <laughs> um, it, for for that this entire week because it, it, it you know it is a it is a slog to get through on Friday you're like I cannot look at any more horses <laughs> over this time period but really looking forward to it and looking forward to taking the Dave Greenfield Cup back um, this this year after he uh, it thoroughly gave me and Andy a bit of a beating in the in the overall uh, selections last year so. he was he was definitely better he was definitely better than us last year so uh, well, I, 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 vengeance include, to be had I, I included year. i included you in that but that's really not fair he did beat me quite handsomely i think i was mathematically out of it with like three laces left and i'd picked outsiders in them um, <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah but really looking forward to this week and uh yeah let's let's and let's go chat with chris about uh, nine correct scores that he's predicting in the, in the spl <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to hearing because each guest has a different um a different area of expertise and different stuff they're interested in. So uh Chris, you're sometimes in the uh the, the women's football leagues and some low league uh low Scottish leagues as well. So looking forward to that chat over the middle. Right, advert time. See you after the break. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, March 11th, 2023. As usual, banker pick from each of us, value pick from each of us, outsider pick from each of us, and then one pick from each of us for the charity treble. We put it on £10 of our own money this week, my money, um, on the treble, and all proceeds should we get a winner go to a charity to be announced on next week's show. We had one last uh, two weeks ago, not last week. Um, so we're hoping to get back to back to winning ways. And we've got Chris Kelly with us this week as as our guest co-host. So looking looking forward to this and hearing about some leagues we maybe haven't we haven't heard from in a while. 
I shall kick us off with my banker bets. The banker bet, something that we think is basically a stick on to win um, and can be used to enhance accumulators. Um, also, I always take our bankers as a treble because, um, you know, I have confidence in us all being able to pick a winner for the banker slot and they usually return pretty good odds. My banker is Sunday at 3pm in Denmark, the top flight, the Danish Superliga, where it's second in the table, FC Copenhagen. They've got 36 points from 20 games and a plus 19 goal difference. They travel to 10th placed Horsens. Now, it's a 12-team league, so 10th is not that great. Uh, They have 22 points from their 20 matches and a minus 13 goal difference. Copenhagen are really pushing league leaders Norgeland hard at the moment. Uh, They're now only three points behind them at the top of the table. Their form is tremendous. Uh, They're a perfect 15 points from their last five league games, winning them all, including a rather magnificent 7-0 demolition of Odense last weekend. So they're in great form and they're smashing in goals. In fact, since the Superliga season returned, which was four weeks ago, they've won three league games and a cup game. So all four games they've played without conceding a single goal. So they're banging goals in for fun. They're not conceding any goals. They're winning all their games. And that's against Horsens, who have managed only four points across their last five matches. Their last Superliga home game was a 3-0 defeat at the hands of Viborg. And Viborg are in third place. So Copenhagen, similar standard to Viborg, in fact, better than Viborg. Um, and they've just got trounced 3-0 off them at home. I expect an informed Copenhagen who are in a title race to have far too much here. And 6-11 to 11 is the price. So better than 1-2. to two. So that's pretty spicy. Nice one. I was I was having a look at this uh, game earlier on because I, I thought Copenhagen were still playing in the um, Europa League, but they're not. Because that was the when you sent it through, I was like, "Are they playing in the Europa?" Because that would have put me off a wee bit, but they're not. So, yeah, good pick in there. I am going to back the Premier League early kickoff. Now, I know this is sacrilege, but I'll I'll start by saying I've actually got a game that's earlier than that on the on the Saturday, so I feel like it isn't truly the early kickoff for me. <laughs> um, this is Bournemouth versus Liverpool, and I'm going to take Liverpool away at four nine or five to eleven. Uh, the reverse fixture of this uh, was played in the fourth round of, of this season. Uh, Liverpool won at 9-0. Um, we beat Man United last week 7-0, starting to click a bit. You can kind of see, uh, I mean, United weren't particularly good, but you know the guys that we've signed are starting to score goals. A good win against Wolves the week before. Um Nil-nil draws with Palace and that 5-2 loss to Real Madrid weren't so fantastic before then. I just think we're going to have far too much for Bournemouth. I watched them last week against Arsenal and watched the highlights package there. They couldn't, they were 2 0 up and couldn't win that game. I think we might score more than two. <laughs> you know, I think we've got more firepower in there. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think, I think Bournemouth got lucky with their two goals as well. They were kind of counter attacky ones. Um, I think Liverpool have too much for them. We're starting to sneak back into the Champions League spots as well. So get a game in hand over Tottenham and are three points behind in fifth. Um, so, yeah, I just think Liverpool will win this game uh, 4-9, 5-11, depending on your bookmaker of choice. Liverpool to beat Bournemouth, 12-30 kickoff. Nothing nothing <laughs> suspicious about that. <laughs> uh, Chris, what have you got, banker-wise? Um, so, sorry to disappoint you, but I'm going to go to a very uh, vanilla league. Uh, we're at the Italian Serie A. 
And uh, I have gone for Juventus uh, to beat Sam- Sampdoria. I can't pronounce anything today. Uh, that's a Sunday night game, uh, quarter to eight on Sunday night. Um, and Juventus to win, you're getting odds of about three to ten. Now, they've not really been setting the week on fire this year, uh, but they do still have a 60% winning rate. They've scored double the amount of goals they've conceded. Uh, meanwhile, they're against a team that only have two wins to their name. Um, now, as the time of recording and now, Juventus are playing tomorrow in the Europa League. So maybe listeners might want to check out that game, make sure there's no injuries, no surprises. Um, but I just don't see Sampdoria getting anything at all from this one. I mean, Chris, Juventus had 15 points docked from them. They should be in second in this league. So yeah. you're very right to do it. I think they're artificially highly priced here, purely because like <laughs> they're further down the league now. They're they're not in turmoil, but like there's an internal politics going on that, that means they've been deducted points. But yeah, Sampdoria are the worst team in this league. They've got 12 points. Yep, exactly. Their- <laughs> and, for, and for everything behind the scenes, at the end of the day, Juventus are still winning on the pitch. So... Without their fifteen point deduction, they're in second. Yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't stress this one. I think it's a good pick. Okay, dog. So wins for FC Copenhagen, Liverpool, and Juventus this weekend. All early payout um games on Bet365. The treble is two point zero two to one. So over two to one for the banker treble this week, which is pretty tasty. On to the value picks. These tend to be higher in price. Uh, where we think that the chance of them coming in is better than the odds being offered by the bookies uh, around the even money mark generally. My game's Sunday at 6am in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League for Constantil Sapporo versus the Yokohama F Marinos. Uh, Sapporo have two points from their opening three J-League games this season. So we're only, we're only three games into the J-League 2023 season. They play across a calendar year. Um, so we're very, very early in the season. But they've managed two points for their first three games, drawing with Alberic Nigata in Hiroshima, whilst losing 3-1 at home to Kobe. The F Marinos, they're unbeaten across their three league games. They beat tough opposition uh, in the form of last year's runners-up, Kawasaki Frontale. They beat the Urawa Red Diamonds, and they also drew with Hiroshima. <clears throat> now, the F Marinos here, they're favourites to win the league this year, and, and rightly so. They won the league last year. They'll be right up there. They will expect to, if not win the league, be in a title fight right till the very end. Sapporo will do absolutely nothing. So, it's because it's early in the season, you're you're getting a good price on the F Marinos here at around even money. You're getting 6-7. You, ju- you should just take it. I like to think that maybe we have a Japanese listenership that will heard you. They're going to do nothing like you're phoning in. And like, <laughs> I can't believe you would disrespect the team like that. <laughs> my my uh, home team. My home team. Um, so sorry to any potential fans of opposition teams against us. But yeah. I think, You've I, said much worse about other teams. Yes. Much worse. But it wasn't highlighted. You need to remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm about to say bad things about Greuter Firth. So I'm sure you're going to be on board with that. <laughs> six to seven then. Is that is that the price they're going to Six to at? seven for the F Marinos, yeah. Well, six to seven is also where my uh, my value pick sits, and this is St. Pauli versus Greuter Firth, uh, the German second division. Uh, would have been a first division game a couple of seasons ago. <laughs> um, so, St. Pauli versus Greuter Firth, 12 o'clock on Saturday, so it's why the early fixture I picked in the other one doesn't feel so early, because this one's half an hour earlier than that. 
Uh, so, so St. Pauli, in the league positions, they're not doing much. They're in seventh. They've taken 35 points from 23 games. Greuter Firth are in uh, 11th. They've taken 27 points from, from, from 23 games. There's not really that much difference between them. Seven points total. Um, St. Pauli, they've got... They've got 11 points to get up into the kind of uh, promotion spots there. This is more a bet against St. Pauli and them playing away. They're the, they're the joint worst away team in the German second division. From their 11 games, they've taken six points total. Uh, they've scored 12 goals and conceded 21. The only reason they aren't the worst team is because they've scored one more goal than Jan Regensburg, who have scored 11 goals and 21, <laughs> 21 conceded and also have six points from there. Um, St Pauli's home record's all right they've taken 23 from their 11 games they're the sixth best home team in this league um, they are one of the teams who's played one less game though so they could be up among the top three there if they had completed all their fixtures um, yeah Firth away have been rubbish if you look at their uh, if you look at their last four games here they've they've, they've taken uh, they've lost three uh, they've lost four out of their last five away games St Pauli's record at home against them is really quite good. They've won three of the last five games, losing one and drawing one. I just think that St. Pauli are, are, are going to go over the top of them. Uh, and you can get that at 10 to 11 or 6 to 7. Sorry. <clears throat> the reason I'm the reason I'm laughing there is I'm just compiling the odds, like the live odds you can get just now on Bet365. Using their search function, so I've typed in fourth. Mm-hmm. Germany Bundesliga 2022-23. So this season... To win outright, Greuter Firth, guess the price. Oh, uh, 2,000 to 1? It's 500 to 1, but yeah, 500, 2,000, there's not much difference. It's a huge outsider. Pick pick your price, essentially. <laughs> to finish in the top two, even. What? What? That's not <laughs> changed that market then. To, to, to finish in the top three, 25 to 1. What? <laughs> I'd, I'd lock in that top two price. Is it, yeah. the, is it finishing the bottom two, perhaps? Is that with nope, the, the wrong no, I'll say, or something? I'll send you the screen. It's a misprice. And now yeah. when, you, when you find a misprice, it can be one of the most exciting things because you could potentially make a very big profit. You can't make anything on that misprice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, it's of use to nobody. You cannot. It's only a. It's it's just to be a nice side feature. They are finding just amusing. Misprice. Mis- Unless it's like finish the top two, excluding the top six teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, excluding no caveat. Previous winners of the Bundesliga. So um, but yeah, so I, I think uh, St. Paul will beat Greuther Firth there. You get them at six to seven, uh, which is the same price as St. Paul. Firth to finish in the top two. Um, <laughs> So Kelly, what do you fancy uh, in the uh, area? So unfortunately, I'm going to be breaking the six to seven streak, uh, but I am going to offer you a six to five instead. Um, also at noon on Saturday in the Bundesliga two, we've got Darmstadt against Bielefeld, and I'm going for Darmstadt to win uh, at six to five. Um, odds are stupid in my opinion. Um, you've got Darmstadt who are top of the table. They've got a positive goal difference, a massive positive goal difference. 14 wins from 23 games. And then Belfield are nearly the bottom of the table. Negative goal difference and 14 losses from those 23 games. Um, as far as I can see, there was no injuries or suspensions or anything crazy going on. Um, the only possible reason I can see this being an issue is head-to-head 
Um, the last six, no, the last five years, uh, Bielfeld do have a five-win, one-draw record in the head-to-head. So perhaps this is just the uh, Darmstadt's bogey team. But, you know, if you don't believe in superstitions like that, then I think the odds is, are great. I mean, I had a look at the I had a look at this game when you sent us. Well, I had a look at this game because it was in the second division already, and I was I was in that division. Yeah, the the other side of that, like Bielefeld, when they got that draw, so Darmstadt Bielefeld was a draw, the last reverse fixture. Bielefeld scored in the ninety plus fourth minute. Uh, oh. I don't want any of that this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> just none of that. A nice, a nice early uh, Darmstadt payout here, but yeah, they're they're way better team than than. Um, Bielefeld there so yeah and also uh, Bielefeld the other thing as well is they have came down from the Bundesliga so maybe that's playing into the odds a bit as well but I mean just look at the table like they're, they're probably going to go down from this week yeah. as well like, double parachute <laughs> yeah. they are the value picks so it's wins for the Yokohama F Marinos St Pauli and Darmstadt if you did fancy combining them 6.52 to 1 for the value treble this week, and we oh, go, we got the value, we got the value treble with Jerome um, a couple of weeks ago. So decent price, um, and these things do happen. On to the outsiders. This is where we look for something. Uh, the bookies have priced up as an underdog, so not not the favourite for the match, um, and but we think they have a really good chance of coming in. Uh, mine is Saturday, five a.m. in the Japanese top flight, the J One League. For Kobe versus Urawa. Now, this is the shortest priced outsider I think we're ever going to have, purely because they're, well, they're not the favourites. Both teams are priced eight to five. So pick whichever one, pick whichever one you like, essentially. Uh, not true. Pick Kobe. Pick a home win here. <laughs> they're the only team in Japan's top flight who have a 100% record through the three matches that have been played. They've beaten Avispa Fukuoka, Sapporo, and Gambo Zaka. Urawa. They just blow hot and cold. They have done for years. Um, they've picked up a home win against Serezo Zaka last week, but they lost both their first two games by a 2-0 scoreline. Okahama uh, F Marinos and one to FC Tokyo, both away games. This game is also an away game. So from the small sample size, you can maybe infer this season they're not travelling very well. Kobe, top of the league, as I say, 100%. They should be favourites for this match. Um it's surprising they're not so the fact they're not favourites mean they're my outsider for the week as a small odds outsider I will take the ring for that but I think they will win the game which is the most important thing we have a whole section for value picks you could have used that like if you wanted to put a, like something with value odds in, it's right there just it's, it's free or even charity so with a real outsider and not just some some bending of the rules to to get in some game that no one can watch at four a.m. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's not true at all, actually. The, the Japanese J League has an official YouTube channel now where where you can watch them. They they uh, show four games live for international customers free on YouTube, and the rest can all be watched just through Bet Three Six Five if you stake a minimum of one pound on the game. And plus, so it'll, go, be good can... pra- it'll be good practice for the fantasy baseball season. So yeah, I suppose getting <laughs> getting up <laughs> nice and early those, those West Coast. That's why I only pick East Coast players, Chris. <laughs> like I can maybe catch their games. Um, so yeah, I, I, my outsider pick, uh, unsurprisingly, is, is, is a bit higher in odds. Um, this is in the Spanish La Liga. Um, 
round 25. We're, we're, we're really getting through it now. Um, this is on Saturday night at 8pm. It's Valencia versus Osasuna. If I asked you where Valencia are in the league just now, I guarantee you wouldn't get it. They're second bottom. They're almost getting relegated. They're a team who usually dominate the Europa League and seem to just put out some big teams throughout the throughout the season. They're not having a good season this year. Admittedly, the bottom of the Spanish League is a bit kind of uh, anyone could get relegated. Scottish Championships, last day of the season style. Um, yeah, but the difference between 13th and 19th is four points. <laughs> So yeah, let's let's talk about Osasuna and Valencia here. So Osasuna and Valencia, if you'd asked me their league positions without looking, I'd have probably completely switched them. Osasuna are in eighth just now and chasing that final um Europa Conference League spot along with Villarreal and Real Vallecano. They're four uh, they're three points behind that uh, Villarreal and a point a singular point behind Real Vallecano. Um they've been fantastic recently, Osasuna, and their away form's pretty good too. Um They've had four, three, four draws and a win in there. The win came against Sevilla where they won 3-2 last week. They've drawn with, um, via the lead, uh, Espanyol. Elche's not a great draw and Drew Betis in the cup there as well. Oh, my, my lights have just turned out in this room for Patreon things. So now a very spooky <laughs> podcast. I'm really we're, we're getting, yeah, we're getting serious now. <laughs> yeah. So for my very serious outside, I'll just do this. My very serious outsider pick. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a draw between Valencia and Osasuna. I think Valencia have got far more uh, potent throughout the year uh, as they've played on. And I think they'll play themselves out of the relegation spots. Osasuna are more likely to drop off, I think. But I think both teams would be happy for a draw here with Osasuna drawing four of the last five games and only squeaking a win against Sevilla in there. I I, I wondered about taking this game as a just as a, a, a an Osasuna win. But I... I I feel like if I do that, it's going to be nil-nil. So I'm just going to let it be nil-nil and take it at, I believe, 21 to 10-ish, or perhaps a different price. I flip my phone over to use it as a torch. Um, so, uh, yeah, that is I my have, outsider I, pick. Chris, I what you got? Di- I am disappointed in you, Gordon, not picking the Osasuna win purely so that if you got an early payout on it, you could go, oh, so soon. Ah. Oh, in, 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 in the terrible. chat. It is terrible, but that's what we're used to. Even by my puns. standards, yeah, that that was that is bad power. Uh, you have proximity just... lighting in your in your in your house in your living room. No, it's just a timer. Just because we're recording it, like it just generally goes off. It just it, it goes off like just before eleven o'clock. Um, oh, so so you, do you not touch the light switches ever? Do you just let them go off? On it's, a a timer? La- it's a lamp. <laughs> oh, <okay>. uh, <laughs> I was like I, I don't really know what you're going with, but yeah. So sorry. no, I'm asking because I'm, 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 you're in the house. I thought that was something that you you arrange if you're not in the house to mimic a presence. No, no, it's it's when I'm in the house. It generally lets me go. Here, you've been playing the PlayStation too long. I need to go to bed. That's the that's the like general silent alarm. Alarm. And that's early time in the night as well. Jeez, that's it, Kelly. I know, I'm just a bit of a, a bit of a early bird, but yeah, See, that's this is this is why I like being pals with Andy. There's somebody who reply to me at three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Are you watching the Cardinals game? Do we? Do you know when I'd be like that to you, Chris? Seven a.m. the next morning. <laughs> um, right. Um, yeah, twenty-one move, to ten for mine. What have you got? Yeah, moving away from lights and lamps. Um, so we are in Scotland. Uh, from outsider, we're going down to the uh, League One. It's FC Edinburgh uh, hosting Alloa Athletic, and I've gone for Alloa to win at seven to four. Uh, it's pretty interesting match in paper. Um, 
if I was yourself, Gordon, I might have went for a draw, but I just don't have a draw in me. I, I know you don't have it in do that's it, fine. Can do it. Um, so yeah, they're kind of neck and neck, uh, third and fourth in the week. Uh, the recent form at first glance would suggest an Edinburgh win, uh, which is why they're the favourites. But if you look a little closer, you'll actually see Edinburgh, they've been beating the likes of Kelty Hearts and Clyde, bottom of the table. Whereas uh, Alice's last two defeats were against the Vermin and Falkirk, the two teams above them in the table. Um, if you if you go deeper still, uh, you've got um, Alla beating the likes of Montrose when Edinburgh can only get a draw. Uh, Alla beating Queen of the South when Edinburgh got beat by them. And the last head-to-head was a 2-1 Alla victory. Um, because the draw was kind of tempting to me, I did decide to like go back and watch uh, several of the previous games, um, which... Week one standard wasn't the, the funnest yeah, uh, thing. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't a good experience for you, I but, feel. But I'm a, I'm a thorough professional guest on your podcast, so um, <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen, they're very much evenly matched in terms of skill, which makes it a coin flip, which makes the odds a 74 uh, fantastic if I'm thinking it's a 50-50. So, uh, and plus, with Edinburgh just having been promoted this year, I think they're punching above their weight and going to get found out soon. Okay, dog. So I can't, I, can't I can't slate a guest for their. For their I can only I can only do Andy for his prices. But yeah, so what's the treble then? Like three to one, then boys between us. What, what have we got here? Hey. The treble. The treble works out at twenty one point one six to one. So better than twenty to one, Gordon. Which is which is pretty good. And none of those teams are favourites to win their matches. So you know. Yeah, we none of te- technically the, favourites. We fit the brief. <laughs> we fit the brief. And the outsiders we've done very well at this year. We have. Um, so let's hope that we get a return to winning winning ways with this outsider, Trixie. Okay, then, just a small matter of the charity bet. I let it down last week, so I will be backing it this week. £10 of my money on the, the treble that the three of us come up with now and all proceeds, including the stake um, that we get back, will go to a charity next week. Should we be successful, or shall I say, when we are successful? Might all, might all hinge on my game. I've got a Sunday game for my charity bet. Uh, I'm staying in Japan Sunday, 7am in the morning. There you go, Gordon. You'll be up naturally at that time. Uh, I'll be there. You know, Get, it, get to, it on. To go and milk the cows or whatever it is. The reason that you wake up at fucking <laughs> 6 in the morning every morning. Uh, <laughs> it should be to watch the J-League and watch specifically Gambo Osaka versus Sanfreshi Hiroshima. Um, I think Hiroshima will be good this year. We got a glimpse of that when they drew away from home at last season's champions Yogama F. Marinos last week so um, you'll remember a few shows ago when we talked about the J-League in the middle section before the J-League started um, I really fancied Hiroshima to have a very good season and actually be title contenders this year so that draw uh, away at Yokohama was you know was a bit of a marker um, was a really good result for them They've since followed that up with a 3-1 home win against Yokohama FC in the Levain Cup, the League Cup in Japan. Um, Gambo Zaka have taken two points from their opening three matches. Uh, they managed draws against Saga and Tosu and Kishiba Rezal. They are both not great. Uh, and they got blasted 4-0 last week by Vissel Kobe. So I expect to see these teams at opposite ends of the table at the end of the season. So getting an almost even money price on a Hiroshima win right now is a good deal for me. Um, five to six, Hiroshima. Sounds really good. Might actually, might actually watch that. I've not been watching as much Australian football in the morning anymore. 
since I got rid of BT Sport. So the Japanese might fill that you fill that that AM void for for live football. Um, I will almost certainly be the last pick of this 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 podcast. So this is uh, Sunday night at five pm. Uh, it's Roma versus Sassuolo, and I would like to take Sassuolo on the double chance, so the X2 line here. Um, Roma and Sassuolo in the league, form-wise at the moment, are pretty similar. Uh, both taking 10 points from the last five games. They've both played a decent standard of team in there. Roma have had a bit of a weird run out in that they beat Juventus last week, but the week before that lost to Cremonese, who were just promoted from the from the league below and are not great. Um they're also playing in Europe this week against Real Sociedad. Um, Real Sociedad is a slight sidebar here. Do you know they signed Umar Sadiq, Chris? No. What the sing- single you- worst Rangers player Why I've did ever somebody seen? bother signing him? He scored like 20 goals for Almeria a couple of seasons ago. And he's, 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 he's now playing in the La Liga. I, he was so bad. He got hooked at half time, I think. Anyway, so uh, that aside, uh, so Roma have got to play uh, Real Sociedad in the Europa League this week. Um, and then they've got to play Sassuolo on Sunday. Now, the head to head between these teams is great because they've played in the same league for three years plus. Um, 2022, they've played twice, both draws. 2021, they played twice, one draw, and one Roma win with a 91st minute goal. 2020, they played once, it was nil-nil. So four games out of the last five they've played against each other have been draws, um, with the only game that wasn't a draw being a 91st-minute goal for Roma deciding it. Um, Sassuolo's away form has been uh, form has been pretty good. They beat Cremonese, so they, they knew how to do that. Um, they beat Lecce. Uh, they lost to Napoli, but they lost 2-0 to a team that are running away with a league, not really much to, to look into there. They do with Udinese and they beat Atalanta. So they've got form for beating teams, kind of Roma style. And I, I think that was when they were playing at home, playing away from home, a bit more reserved. I think Roma coming back off a, a European night would be all right with getting a draw against a mid-table team here. That's not going to lose them to their job as long as they go out and dispatch Real Sociedad midweek and progress in the Europa League. Um, yeah, you get the double chance here at six to five, so over even money, or eleven to nine at Unibet. What a terrible way of describing a price! Um, yeah, so six to five, uh, you'll get them at here for the double chance, and I think that's a, that's, that's real good value there and fits nicely into the, the the charity slot. So, Chris, how do you round out this week's action? Well, uh, before we go into that, um, <coughs> the Umar Sadiq uh, comment just uh, kind of hurt my interest. <laughs> uh, that's former Roma player. Uh, yes, he was. That's yes. where he came from first. I was, yeah, I was. Who, um, Journey's permanent tenure at Roma made zero appearances over the four years. Same, you know, yeah. we're both we're on Umar Sadiq numbers, me, you, and Andy, Chris. <laughs> Same Roma appearances. Although I'd like to think I wouldn't just blatantly die, but anyway, yes, uh, I probably would. Let's be fair. <laughs> so, um I have the pressure of starting off the charity treble. Uh, my game is in the Bundesliga. It is on Saturday, the 11th of March at 5.30pm. I'm taking Dortmund to beat Schalke at uh, odds of 3-5. to five. No pressure. Uh, that's, a, that, that's a win. That, 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 that's a win. That's but, good. Yeah, I'm glad you agree. Because <laughs> I'm about to explain why. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dortmund equaling points with Bayern at the top of the table. Uh, Schalke equal points with three other jobbers at the bottom of the table. Uh, should be an absolute no-brainer. Uh, Dortmund are just coming off a European defeat uh, last night. 
Uh, but in my opinion, that means they're going to want to bounce back and put down a marker. Uh, head-to-head, you're going back four years before you see a Schalke victory. And that game required a penalty and two red cards to Dortmund. Um, the only reason I've went for this as a charity and not a banker is because, unlike Andy, I actually like charity. Uh, so decided Ooh, to give them, decided to give them uh, double the odds. So three to five there. Nice. I mean, it is a derby. This is the the River Derby, I think it's called. The the um, yeah, Dortmund are so much better than Schalke. Yeah, like yeah, dismal. Schalke's only hoping this game is grinding out nil 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 nil, which you're not doing against the Dortmund. Um, well, they got four in a row, didn't they? Four nil nils in a row before they then beat Stuttgart two one. Um, off the off the top of my head, so. They do like a nil-nil, but I just think Dortmund will be too strong for them. I, I, I like I like the pick, Chris. I like it very much. Thank you. If Dortmund so, have title aspirations, <laughs> you need to beat Schalke. You need to be beating Schalke. Yeah, absolutely. So the charity treble then, um, in chronological order, wins for Borussia Dortmund and then San Frecce Hiroshima and then a draw or Sassuolo. So the double chance, the X2 in Roma versus Sassuolo. The treble combines to odds of 5.72 to 1, so £67.20 for charity should we get three winners there. Obviously, myself and Chris's games will have early payouts on Bet365, uh, well, and the option of an early payout if they take a two-goal lead, whereas Gordo, we will be uh, seniors out to the bitter end as it's a double <laughs> chance. Looking forward Although, to, to go To go 2 nil up, you would then have to lose 3-2 for that bet. I've seen it happen. Yeah, I mean, we seen Elche Betis a couple of weeks ago, but there was no way I was back in Elche. So, um, exactly. yeah, good. Wonderful. Uh, that is the picks from this week's show. If you would like them all written down, join us as a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet or download the Patreon app, search for Trample Bet Podcast. £6 a month, you get the video show, uh, early release, the middle section of that, but you know, also more importantly, you got all the picks from the podcast written down so you uh, don't need to remember or write down the ones that you like um, that we've brought to your attention. You can have a list and go through them yourself and, and pick out the ones that you want for your own coupon. We have a Facebook group. Um, that'll be very active next week. If you're not a member of the Facebook group already, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Come and join. It's totally free to join. Uh, and get involved in the chat there are loads of chat about football about rugby about all sports sports betting from a couple of hundred people um, that listen to the show regularly but there'll be a lot of horse racing chat next week with the Cheltenham Festival now even if you're not a big horse racing fan get on that because people will be posting where all the free bets are and just making everyone aware of the fact that you know you could pick up a uh, 10 or free bet at Parry Power for this race or you know you'll get your money back at this race from so and so so by just being a wee bit savvy, you basically get free shots at free money. Uh, so jo- join us on Facebook and, and get involved in that. If you do want to be betting on Cheltenham, though, join us on Patreon. We'll have shows every single day for the Cheltenham Festival. We will have cheat sheets every single day of the Cheltenham Festival. It's just my favourite week of the year. It'll be really good fun. So come join us uh, as a member of the Trample Bet Club. Gordo, Chris, is there anything else to round us off for this weekend of Saturday, March 11th, 2023? Not much to think of other than go Detroit. I, I mean, yeah, I, I I stand by that sentiment as well with go Detroit. Um, but yeah, no, go Detroit. Just, just enjoy it, folks, this weekend. Uh, we will see you bright and breezy Tuesday morning uh, for, for, for the first bit of coverage. So catch us there.
Wonderful. Cheers, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.